Hey guys, welcome again to the Drowning Fish Podcast. What you just heard there is a little something by Wingy. And Wingy is an awesome artist. Um, you guys can check him out. He is on Spotify and he is on Apple Music. And uh, I definitely like a lot of his music. He definitely has a lot of awesome vibes. Um, his Instagram handle is wingy.mp3. Um, awesome, talented artist, guys. And I, one thing that I enjoy more than podcasting is, is listening to good music. And if you guys did not hear the last episode with Keegan, uh, goes by the name of Keeg. He is a great artist, a uh, local artist here from Arkansas who will be performing um here in a couple weeks in tennessee clarksville tennessee i believe and uh you guys need to tune into that podcast because it was a really good podcast i think um one of the best podcasts i've had as far as uh conversation goes just because uh you guys know that a lot of my podcasts are comedic satire and just um you know we're out here spewing a bunch of nonsense, but that podcast was really, really good. And, uh, they're, ha they're, they're more than welcome to come back. Um, been talking to a couple more people who hopefully want to come on the podcast and they're more than welcome to come back and we'll talk some more, talk more about music life and things like that. But that was a really sweet podcast and I really enjoyed it. Um, we got a couple of things here that I wanted to talk about. Things that just been on my head. Uh, started this podcast off really nice with a nice music and a nice intro and basically telling you guys what we did on the last podcast. But my favorite podcast so far and one that is doing good numbers is probably right. It's on number two. Um, Coming back from the Keegan podcast, Keegan podcast right now is number one. It's doing numbers. We're doing great. We're doing a lot. Um, but the, my favorite podcast, solo podcast that I've done was the NFT Metaverse podcast that I did by myself. And the energy in that podcast was splendid. It was spectacular. And uh, we're going to fucking try to do it again, guys. We're going to try to do that same energy today. And it's really hard because that day I was preparing to go on stage and do stand-up that day. Um, I don't think I had the chance to do stand-up that Tuesday. I think it was a, it had been a Tuesday. Um, simply because I got there a little late. I kind of, I didn't procrastinate or anything. I just left my house late and I didn't get to sign up on time. But I still consumed and I still, you know, went in there and uh, 
paid paid my dues and went in there and uh, made sure to uh, interact with a couple of the comics in there and basically just consume and jot down a couple notes on what's funny and what's not because I'm totally not the best at stand-up. Um, but the, the week after that I did perform and, um, it didn't, it didn't go too, too shabby. It wasn't the best, but it wasn't, you know, I didn't get tomatoes thrown at me. So, uh, I'm doing better than most. I'm doing better than not doing standup, but sometimes no standup is better. It just depends. You know, if you're like real ass, then you probably shouldn't be doing standup. But I feel in my heart, I really do feel that I have a potential and chance so we're going to keep trying. We're going to keep going back. Um, let's see, guys. Anytime I buy clothes, I like to see where it was made simply because I'd like to know where it was made. Like, let's say my shoes were made in a Chinese sweatshop. I like to imagine a little kid making them for two hours of sleep for the week. And, you know, he's back there slaving away. Um, sweating his at little ass off and he's making them for my comfort and performance and no no shit guys I really did think about this this morning I was putting on my t-shirt and said uh, man Taiwan and I was like Jesus dude like I can just picture a little a little jaundice looking kid slaving away to make this t-shirt so it can fit my amazing double mac with cheese American body and it's something that we take for granted, but at the same time, there's comedy in there, you know, um, because it is it just is what it is. And I'm not going to fucking try to be some kind of hero. Um, but at the end of the day, Chinese sweatshops are a little funny just because there's like people jumping out of the buildings and then being caught by trampoline nets and then uh, them living and then them being like stoned to death. Uh, by the police or whoever uh, puts down the law in China. I don't know much about China, to be honest with you. And this podcast is probably going to be taken down just because every platform is owned by China now. And I, I can't imagine me uploading this to TikTok and, you know, having a platform on there. I'm going to turn my volume down a little bit because I'm really loud. Um but yeah, that's uh, that's something that I was thinking of this morning, actually. And there's a lot of a lot of good coming from the Chinese sweatshop. I appreciate my sneakers. I appreciate my T-shirts. I appreciate you, little kid. Thank you. A big topic in America. A couple days ago, maybe yesterday. A couple days ago, Bob Saget, America's dad, passed away. In a hotel, I believe, uh, in Florida. Not a good sign. Uh, he wasn't old, man. And I think he was, what, 65 years old when he died. I actually looked at, like, his statistics today. And he was a he was pretty tall. I think he was, like, 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, um, but he was only 65 years old. And to think that this man died in Florida and the cause of death has not been released it kind of tells me that the clintons finally got to him and if you know a little bit about bob saget you know that maybe in the past there could have been some allegations there but who knows you know i'm not gonna say that america's dad was out here doing the epstein's work 
I'm not going to say that. But it's a high possibility. There's a high possibility with these high-paid elites. And Bob Saget was a high-paid elite. He was he was America's dad. I mean, Jesus, dude. He he did Full House, Fuller House. He did uh, America's Home, Funniest Videos. Uh, I probably butchered that. I don't know. But I used to watch that shit, and that shit was good. Um, so it is what it is. Uh, great. Obviously a great comic, somebody that could make a lot of people laugh, um, possibly pedophile, but hey, I'm not, I'm not going to say that he was a pedophile guys. I'm not going to say that the Clintons got to him or somebody got to him in Florida. It's a high possibility, but coming from Florida, it could be a heart attack from overdose. I mean, and I'm not saying Bob Saget was a drug user. But I am saying that every comic that I've known uses some kind of drug just because, you know, they have to. They kind of have to use some kind of drug. And me, what the drug that I use is ivermectin. And today's podcast is sponsored by Joe Rogan. I'm just fucking kidding. I'm not sponsored uh, I don't think I ever will be just because I'm spewing a bunch of nonsense on here on the uh, internet. Um, but yeah, Bob Saget, rest in peace, man. Uh, obviously, it is a tragic death in America. And um, I don't really have much else to say about Bob Saget other than his cause of death is not yet released i am thinking a heart attack or stroke or possible overdose um 65 is a little young to be dying from a heart attack or stroke i'm thinking maybe i don't know man people in their 50s are dying i mean i might die from a heart attack and stroke um just because there is an fbi van parked outside my house with uh radioactive uh, antennas hooked up to them and they are sending pulses into my brain as we speak. Um, so who knows, man, who knows? Um, I will tell you the other day I got pulled over coming from coming back from stand up the, the comedy club. And he asked me where I was coming from. And I said, I'm coming back from stand up. And he said, the police officer said, Oh, so you're a comedian. How about you tell me a joke? So I said, hey, just because I'm a comedian, that doesn't mean I can tell you a joke right on the spot. He said, sure you can. He said, ask me what I do for a living. I sighed and I was like, what do you do for a living? He said, I'm a police officer. And I said, oh, yeah, how about you prove it? So he put out his Glock and shot me in the chest six times for no fucking reason. Huh? Comedy. Probably not. Okay, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be framed now by the police. Um, they're gonna say that I came after a police officer with a hatchet, but I don't own a hatchet. There's none. There's no hatchets in my house. I don't even have knives. I have safety scissors. Nobody trusts me with sharp objects. That's what I'm trying to get to. Um. Before I continue with the comedy shit and the stuff like the little punchlines and shit that I wrote here, I want to talk about 
uh, my Patreon, guys. And I finally, I said it a couple podcasts ago, and we were at 60-something followers uh, between Spotify and Apple, guys. And that doesn't seem like a lot, but to me, it's awesome. Um, that's really, really good. And I appreciate everybody that tunes into these podcasts. I really do. I'm not even, I'm not kidding because this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Even if I don't get big, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I'll be like 90 years. I'll be like Joe Biden out here. Just dude, I'm not even going to make it that old, but if I do, I'm going to be 10 times worse than Joe Biden. I'm going to be saying dumb shit, but what I'm trying to get to is, guys, um, I appreciate everybody that tunes in and follows. Right now, currently, I'm sitting at 107 followers. Um, my goal, and I always have goals, guys, and I'll tell you my goal. Um, by spring, I would love to have 200 followers. All right. It wasn't that long ago when I said at 100 followers, I was going to start a Patreon and I was going to start doing content on there. And I am a man of my promises, so I made a Patreon. I actually made a Patreon before I got to 100 followers just because I'm a smart guy and I didn't want anybody taking the Drowning Fish podcast name. Um, so I went ahead and made one real quick. Um, but guys, on the Patreon, you're more than welcome to follow and uh, give me your hard-earned money. That you slave away every day. You clock in and you slave away for eight hours, maybe 10, maybe 12 if you're a hard worker. And you take orders from your boss who makes double what you make and works half as hard as you do. Give me your money because it is the right thing to do. And if you don't, then you're making a big mistake. Guys, every money, every hard-earned money uh, that you guys make and that you contribute to the Patreon or to the podcast, I will um, make sure that that money goes to the podcast so I can make more content or for my stand-up so I can make more content. At some point, I would love to quit my job and love to start going on tour and possibly start making more content in other states, in other countries, link up with other people on their podcast. That is literally my goal. And it's not going to take, it's probably not going to happen overnight. If it does, I probably sold my soul, but it's not, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to sell my soul. All right. I sold it once and I had to buy it back and it wasn't fun. I had to do a lot of things that I wasn't comfortable with. But on the Patreon, guys, we're going to be doing uh, drunk podcasts, stand-up videos, special content, bloopers, merch giveaway, uh, and I'll be selling merch on there. Uh, video game clips, artwork, and NFT videos. NFT videos is simply me um, recording myself, drawing an NFT, and uploading it. And basically, the process of drawing an NFT and I'm not the best. I, I'm literally ass. I'm literally shit, to tell you the truth, when it comes to artwork. Um, but we're still going to do it. I still have to do content, and it's not expensive, guys. You can do as little as $5 a month on Patreon. And I know you guys spend that on a pack of cigarettes every week. So why don't you just give me your hard-earned money so that I can quit my fucking job? How about that? Okay. 
So now that that's out of the way, we're going to talk about merchandise. And I finally, guys, I finally got merchandise in. All right. Right now I am wearing the Drowning Fish podcast hoodie. The very first hoodie, the one and only actually, guys. Um, but I got more on the way, and they are going to make. They are going to be. Uh, you have to let me know that you want one, pay for it, and then I'll get one made for you. And <clears throat> I went. I went ahead and uh, did the champion hoodie. I was gonna do the Carhartt hoodie, um, but it's a little kind of. It's kind of. I don't know. In the future, I might go back to Carhartt, but for now, we're staying with Champion just because I actually love the way the Champions fit and the way the Champion hoodies look and the way that they feel, and they last a really long time. Um, They've been around for a really long time, and I actually enjoy them. But right now, I'm wearing the uh, Reverse Weave Champion hoodie, they go for $65 to $70 depending on what kind of color you get. Um, It is embroidered on there, the Drowning Fish podcast. You can get it in any color, um, embroidered in any color. So just let me know what size and uh, we'll get them out to you. And uh, spoiler alert, I will let you know these hoodies are not cheap. I'm not out here selling Gildan uh, Fruit of the Loom, uh, jerseys, hoodies, uh, guys. I'm not selling 100% cotton hoodies, guys. I'm, I don't even know what this hoodie's made of, but it's good, great quality. It's going to last you a really long time. And that's what I want out of the shit that I wear. And that should tell you a little bit about me. I don't just wear shit that's going to fucking fall apart in two years. This hoodie is going to last me a really long time if I stay in this shape. All right, if I stay in this shape, it should last me a really long time. Um, and I got it, I got it embroidered uh, here locally by a professional who is giving me a sweet deal, guys. So the hoodie um, is going to be about $100 each. And uh, I know, I know, I know what you guys are thinking. Eric is... Eric's up here thinking that he's Kanye West selling his hoodies. I'm not, dude. I'm literally buying the hoodies myself with my money and making them, taking them to the to the embroidery and having them embroidered, um, and then I'll send it to you. I'm not making profit. The hoodies are expensive. You can look them up on Champion website. They're $65, $70. I'm, I'm paying $20 to get them embroidered and sending them out to you. I'm not making a single cent or dime. I know that they are expensive, but sometimes you have to fucking, if you really support the podcast, get you one and we'll go from there. Um, you don't have to get one. I'm not saying you have to get one, but, uh, whenever I do give merch giveaways, um, I I don't have hoodies on hand, nor will I keep hoodies on hand unless I get like 10,000 followers and maybe I'll start doing, uh, I'll start doing more hoodies. And if, if I get to a position where I need to downgrade the quality of the hoodie, that way I can start, uh, actually making a little bit of profit, then I will. But for now we're rocking with this, what I got on right now, because I'm not rocking something that I don't believe in something that's going to fall apart. Um, this embroidery is a, is professional 
the hoodie is professional. It's tough. It's going to keep you warm. It's going to keep you hot. And uh, it, it looks real slick. It's not something that's going to fall apart. Something that's going to shrink in a dryer. It looks really nice. Um, it's a it's a heavy duty champion hoodie and uh, reverse weave. If you guys have a reverse weave champion hoodie, you know what I'm talking about. They are heavy. Um, they last a long time, and they're 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 professional, man. It's not something to play with here. But when I do give merch away, merch giveaways. Jesus Christ, pay attention. When I give merch uh, giveaways, I will make sure um, to get your size and color and shit like that. And I'll pay out of pocket just because I am a nice guy. Um, I probably won't be doing a lot of merch giveaways. Obviously, um, if I have one or two Patreons or patrons, however, whatever it's called, um, I can't I can't do giveaways when I have two followers or three or four. I have to have, when I get 10 plus, I'll start doing giveaways. Um, so this is, this is like kind of like a raft, like a raft raffle. Submit your $5, wait a little bit, wait a little bit. And then somebody, when, when, as soon as I get to 10, I'm doing a merch giveaway. And it's, it's definitely not now that I'm doing the math. Um, if you do the math, it's not. I'm not even breaking even, um, especially if I'm having to ship it away. I'm not even making any money and probably losing more money. But that's me telling you on how much I actually enjoy doing this and how much I support my followers. Like if you support me, man, I'm going to I'm going to do giveaways. And I know you have to spend five dollars a month, guys, but you spend five dollars here and there on a nice coffee every other day at Starbucks. So you might as well give me your $5 and I'll invest it into the right equities and make sure that your investment is not only an investment, but it's a return on investment guys. And you have a potential to win something. Yes. I went to finance school. I know what I'm talking about. All right. So we're going to, we're going to get away from that. If you want a hoodie, if you want to buy a hoodie, DM me. And like I said, it's going to be $100 or so, a little bit more, a little bit less, depending on your size, color, color of embroidery. If you're a big fucking guy, you're a 3X, guess what, buddy? More material, more money, all right? Don't be a smooth brain son of a bitch thinking that you're going to get a $30 hoodie because you're not. That's not, that's not how the world works, bro. You voted for Joe Biden. Shit is expensive. All right. So I got my toddler vaccinated and when the booster got approved, I got him boosted up. So now I have to shop around for a three foot casket and uh, it's not good. It's not good at all, guys. I'm uh, I'm a little bit shaken up, uh, shooken or shaken. I'm a little shaken, a little shook. I'm a little shook. Um, but it is what it is. I mean, I voted for Joe Biden. I wanted this vaccine. Uh, I'm currently on my seventh booster right now. Um, I've had three heart transplants. I can't feel my lungs. Um, I currently have been to the ER this week six times. Um, I think I have what they call a chronic fatigue disorder. Um, 
I mean, it's just a, a like a rap sheet of things that I that's wrong. But hey, I'm not gonna get COVID. Okay, sure, my kid's dead, but I'm not gonna get COVID. And that's something, guys, that we need to stop. We need to stop COVID. Um, I'm currently 45 pounds heavier. Um, now that I got my seventh booster shot, I can't go to the gym because I'm on my third heart transplant. Very expensive, may I say. Very, uh, quite the expense. And um, it is what it is, man. We have to stop COVID in its tracks. We cannot let COVID go on a rampage in this country because you are scared to get your booster. Go get your kid boosted. And if they die, then they are making a great sacrifice for this country, guys. We need to stop COVID in his track. So go get boosted up. Brought to you by Pfizer. Uh, let me take a, uh, some water here. My Pfizer-sponsored water. Um, I tell you, man, I'm not. I'm never going to get sponsored. Um, just because I know for a fact that I just say dumb shit, man, and it's hard. It's hard for me to take life real serious because I know that there's a lot of bullshit out there, and that's probably that's one of my that's one of my uh, great things about me. I can see through the bullshit, and I can fucking pick out what I want in my life and what I want, what I don't want in my life. Now, there's a lot of things that I judge that I obviously do not agree with, but at the same time. There's a lot of things that I do agree with that I wish I did not agree with now in the past. For example, the vaccine. I got vaccinated. My heart started to hurt. It felt like my heart was exploding. My heart literally felt like Afghanistan. Bombs going off. A bunch of people driving around in 1984 Toyota Tacomas with AK-47s in the back and a megaphone and towels wrapped around their head just fucking shooting at it. Um, That's how I felt after my vaccine. But I feel way better now. I I really don't have uh, myocarditis or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, I don't know if it's it's even that. Um, It could be my overweight. I'm I'm a little overweight. I'm like 30 pounds more overweight. Oh, I am going to talk about this, and I forgot to put it in my notes. Last year in September 2021, I went to the doctor um, just for a checkup and I went in there and uh, I actually not only for a checkup, but I had a sore throat. So I just wanted to get some medication in me because I've had a sore throat for a long time. I've got, I had it for like two weeks and it wouldn't go away. So I was like, I need to go to the doctor. They gave me a steroid shot. They gave me antibiotics. Um, I think the steroid shot for the most part helped. I didn't even take my antibiotics. I just started drinking tea, started taking better care of myself that week. And it went literally left by itself. But the funny part is when she, when the doctor came in, um, and I try to go every year for a checkup, you know, because I try to just make sure that I'm in good health. Um, there's a lot of men that don't go to the doctor guys. You need to go for a checkup. And I'll tell you, uh, if you have insurance, it's still going to be a little bit of money, but it's, you still have to go for a checkup. Um, because I'd rather pay $150 now than $200,000 down the road when I get cancer. All right, so it's better to, to 
get your shit checked up now than, you know, die when you're 30. When you're Bob Saget and you fucking die of an overdose. Kidding. Uh, any, where was I? Anyways, um, doctor comes in and she's his, you know, big lady. And she walks in with this absolute, you know, psycho, American psycho uh walk and she's like hey eric how you doing and i'm like man i'm doing fine you know i'll get a little bit of a sore throat um i'm pretty sure it's not covid but i'd still like to get it checked out get some medication and uh she was like yeah it looks like you've uh looks like you gained a little a couple pounds over the over the year didn't you it looks like 20 30 pounds and i was like jesus christ lady yeah i'm 24 years old and uh yeah, I'm I'm a growing man, so yeah, that did grow a little. Could I have could I have stayed in better shape? Absolutely. Am I in a terrible shape now? I'm not in terrible shape, but I could be in great shape. And I looked at this lady, and she is about the size of a mini, like a not a mini fridge because that's an insult to midgets. <laughs> I'm talking about like your fridge at home. That's how big she was, and I was like, lady, you are not the one. To tell me that I'm out of shape or I've, I've got some pounds on me over the, over the summer. Come on, get somebody in here, get a, get the hot, get Johnny sins in here in his lab coat. And he is welcome to tell me anything that he fucking wants because he has nine abs on his torso. His biceps have biceps and he looks amazing and he's bald. If you guys know who uh, Johnny sends in, you're fucking sick. But yeah, man, taking criticism from uh, from that fat ass doctor, man. Like I was like, cool. I just want my, my medicine, man. I'm not. This isn't a roast. I just want my medicine. I don't even know where I was going with that. Um but yeah, it was a fat doctor telling me I'm out of shape. I'm like, bro, shut up. <clears throat> All right, so I check my mailbox uh, once a week, and every other week they send me airbag recall letters for my 2002 SUV. Now, I know that in any other circumstances, any normal person would take their vehicle to the dealer to get that recall fixed. But since it's the airbag, I keep writing it off. I mean, shit, I don't even wear my damn seatbelt. Why in the world would I get my airbags fixed? That's just a quicker death for me. On the le- I like it because on the letter it says, if not fixed immediately, it will cause serious injury or death. And that's fine by me um, because it's not suicide if you didn't do it to yourself like a rope or a self-inflicted gunshot. Um, it's just a little little airbag blowing up in your face with shrapnel. So it's not, I might die, I might not. I might, I might have like a fucked up face like the Terminator. But, you know, if it takes me out, it takes me out, man. If, you, if I'm in a car accident and you know that I died due to an air, airbag I am publicly coming out saying that I didn't get it fixed because I didn't want to. That's it. That's all I got. All right. So about uh, the last little bit that I really want to talk about, guys, is uh, football. And as you know, I am a Green Bay Packers fan, and we are first seed. We are in first place. We have a bye week, which basically means that we get to watch every other team 
uh, lose or win while we sit at home or sit at practice and watch from afar. Given that it's the Green Bay Packers and they're the first seed, I hope that they're in practice. I hope that uh, Kevin King, I don't even know if Kevin King is eligible to play. I think he's injured, but if he's not injured, I hope that he's watching last year's uh, highlight reel when he fucked up and he literally fucked up. I'm not going to say much more, Kevin King. If you're, if anyone knows Kevin King, send this clip to him and tell them that if you're not watching, if you're not watching film, then I'm going to come after you, Kevin King. Me personally, I am going to come after you because I'm sick and tired of you fucking up. If I was Matt LaFleur, I would bench, I would fucking kick you off faster than you fuck up. (sighs) Pfizer spot, Pfizer sponsored water from the Fiji mountains. Anyways, um, Antonio Brown has gone off the rockers again, and he reminds me of a little kid on a playground. They got picked last because he can't kick the ball and storms off to the teachers because sadly he's a teacher's pet and he makes up a wild fantasy about the other kids who didn't pick him because they know that if he was on their team, it would be an absolute nightmare because this little kid, AKA Antonio Brown has medication that he doesn't like to take. And then he plays the game by his rules and not the rules of, set before him all right now in the real world Antonio Brown really does need immediate help I know that a lot of the shit we say on here is funny I know that we say a lot of satire shit but Antonio Brown really needs help before he kills somebody This guy has CTE and brain damage due to all the hits he has taken in the game of football Um, I'm no expert, but normal people do not act like that. He can say whatever he likes about football or the coaches or the players, but he really needs to look um, internally and see the bigger picture because I really do think he has some kind of brain damage and it, it might, he might not even realize it. It might not even be the fault of his own, but he needs to be, he needs to, be mentally evaluated and take his mental health a little bit more serious rather than blaming everyone who has reached out to help him, including Tom Brady. One of the literally the best quarterback and probably teammates to have. Now is Tom Brady, a piece of shit. I don't fucking know. I don't know Tom Brady who knows, but you can't deny the fact that Tom Brady has reached out to Antonio Brown and helped him. Antonio Brown was literally done after the Steelers. After the the, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Antonio Brown was finished. And Tom Brady picked him up. Now, after this little stunt, I really do think he's done. I don't think he's coming back to the football. He's going to be playing for the Canadian Football League or the XFL or the United States Football League. Like, he's not going to play the NFL anymore. There's no fucking chance. And if he does, then great. Awesome. Great for him. But I'm telling you right now, there's about 95% chance that he's not going to play 
for the NFL, the National Football League, ever again. And he might play and he might play for the Canadian Football League, but he is not that he's not I don't see him playing in the NFL anymore. He's fucking done. He's finished. You can't just you can't do what Antonio Brown did and then be let back on a team. He was a meme for a whole week. He still is a meme. But we're going to leave it at that with the Antonio Brown. The guy needs help. Is there some shit behind the behind the the wall or behind the door that's going on maybe? But that's not a good way to act in front of your fans, your teammates, uh, in front of national television, in front of the people that give you a helping hand. That's not the way to act. Um, You know, the farthest that I would have taken it is maybe like, coach, I'm not playing. If I'm hurt, I'm not playing. There's no fucking way. I think that any person with a logical brain would fucking be like, yeah, if you're hurt, you're not playing, man. All right. Now there are there are some players that are hurt and injured and they go out there and play. And those players have a lot of heart, they have a lot of strength, they have a lot of uh tenacity. They want to go out there and win. Because in their eyes they think even if I'm hurt, I'm still better than second string. That's what they literally think. Um but Antonio Brown could have handled it a little better. I don't know, it might be uh like I said Brain damage that's making him act uh, the way that he's acting. If it's and if it's not brain damage, um, then the guy has serious neurological problems that he needs to take action and probably go seek therapy because it's not right, man. It's not right for for you to act like that ever, Antonio Brown, because you're acting like a fucking child. And uh, If you're an Antonio Brown fan, if you don't like what I just said, then you probably have CTE as well, and you probably need to seek therapy. Um, Tough world to live in, man. Tough world to live in. A lot of opinions and a lot of uh, factors, but this is just my opinion. And if you don't like it, I don't care. It's still my opinion. We could could have a discussion if you'd like, but I'm not going to sit here and change my mind. Um, because of what I saw and what I've digested over the week. Um, definitely Antonio Brown is acting like a child. Um, the Green Bay Packers la- this last Sunday lost to the defeated team of the Detroit Lions uh, simply because, honestly, it didn't matter if the Packers lost or won. I mean, in my eyes, it would have been... Uh, I would have loved for the Green Bay Packers to shut down the Detroit Lions, but... Rodgers sat out most of the game and let second stringers play and his QB2, Jordan Love, uh, possibly the guy to take over when Aaron Rodgers is done. I honestly don't think so. If you look at Aaron Rodgers, he has a lot of life left still in him. And uh, that's just my opinion again. Dude, I don't know why I have a, like, I don't have a sore throat, but... A dry throat. Drafting a player uh, first round at the quarterback position is definitely uh, a, a smooth brain decision. And knowing damn well that you have a great quarterback still in his prime with many more years to come is a big loss for whoever made that decision, that bonehead stupid decision. Um, 
But what is said is done, and now we have to face the consequences of those men who made those decisions. And I'm not saying Jordan Love, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Love is terrible. I'm not saying he is terrible. But he did throw two interceptions against the worst team in the league. And if that doesn't tell you something, then you probably have CTE. Chronic traumatic encephalopathy. 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 Fuck it. CTE. Go look it up. Will Smith made a movie 2015. How do I know? Because I watched it. Brain damage, man. There's a lot of good jokes in there, and I'm going to keep writing. But, guys, uh, I appreciate everybody that tuned in. Um, if you guys did not listen to the last podcast, go listen to it now. It's doing numbers. It's, going, it's doing huge. It's amazing. Um, for everybody that's listening to this podcast and to the, the one that... Oh, fucking Christ, dude. Can I talk? For everyone that's listening to this podcast and listen to the one before this one, the Keegan podcast, I appreciate you. Thank you. And uh, good fucking riddance. Thank you for everything. Goodness gracious. What was I doing? What? What was I doing? Oh, yeah. I was about to leave. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. And uh, see ya.